Welcome to the Corporate Streets Podcast. This is the podcast for people <laughs> for people who got snowed in this who got snowed in this weekend, but they were prepared and they activated their Blizzard Bay. And this is well prepared, Jaren. Are we keeping that? Yeah, we're just gonna go with it. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm going with it anyway. Yo, and this is this is TJ. <laughs> All right, it's a little different inflection, I guess. Yeah, activate Blizzard Bay. Yeah, we have to. Act- That's what mode we in. Yeah, you have to activate the Blizzard Bay. And you know what? I've been forgetting this. Well, I'll get to that in a second. But yeah, you got to activate the Blizzard Bay. Well, the only way you can activate Blizzard Bay is if you were successful during cuffing season. And we talked about starting that. Dude, that's what I was just time. about to say. I was just about yeah. to mention this is like what? Because we, we were past the All Star game. The All Star game would have been, uh, All Star weekend would have been Christmas and New Year's. Yep. Yeah. So, so now we're like, I guess it's still a regular season. And then the finals are coming up. Um, which yeah, is uh, this Valentine's is the most Day. important part of the season? Actually, this is the most important part. After All Star Weekend, that's when basketball really becomes important. And uh, when we're talking about that cuffing season, the playoff scene it really becomes <laughs> it's starting to develop. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So activation Blizzard Bay, Operation Blizzard Bay. There you go. Right. It's a mission, Operation <laughs> Blizzard Bay. That sounds like a title, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Operation Blizzard Bay and Blizzard so Bay. So speaking of blizzards, well, I was gonna say Blizzard Bay has to have. Uh, you have to to be a good Blizzard Bay. Let me give you some tips, and this could be for men and women. So this is unisex. You have to have, um, and not in this order, but a good Blizzard Bay would have Kush ready okay. to go, uh, snacks, obviously, you know. Okay. And a fire stick, a jailbroken fire stick, or a fire TV. Never heard of it. It's the upgraded version of the fire stick. It's just a little box that has uh, more features. More the specs are better. You know, when you said that earlier, I thought you meant you literally bought a, a TV, <laughs> like, like Apple TV. Isn't Apple TV an actual TV? No, duh. Apple TV is not an actual a TV. Box, bro. Dude, you've been telling me that for like two years. You've been telling me that for like two years, and this whole time I thought Apple TV. I thought you literally bought like a fucking TV that was made by Apple. Bro, they don't make TVs yet. They just, it's a little box. Why they call it Apple TV? Because it's a box that has applications that allows you to watch programming. It's 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 like a cable box. All this time I thought you was like I thought you was just like balling and you just had some stuff I still just never even seen. I never seen a commercial for this (laughs) shit or nothing. I'm like, man, this is this dude TJ. He got this Apple TV. Like I'm I'm imagining like you know like an Apple desktop, like the big ass monitor stuff. It's just like a 60 inch like silver uh, Uh TV that just has like that's (laughs) I don't know what I was thinking, but. Yeah, I don't either. Wow. Next time, just ask, dog. Just ask. Nah, man. No. You know, you know, you can't ask. You just gotta pretend like you know what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but I don't want you going to your friends like, yeah, my boy got an Apple TV, dog. No, nah, the sixty-inch one. They're like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dog. You ain't got a lot of kick it. 
No, nah, I'd be doing that though. Like just like just to get through a conversation a lot of times. Like I'll just be like, you oh, can't yeah. do like, that because yeah. when you get caught, when you get caught. You feel like an idiot. Well, they they might be like, "Hey, have you seen this video? You saw that video, right? Where the guy went da 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 da." Like, if they seem like they're really into that story, or you know, like they're just really on a roll, I'll just be like, "Oh yeah, I seen that." Nah, see, I stopped doing that. You know why? Because when they get to the punchline, because you ain't seen it, you don't think that it's funny, and then you gotta like, you gotta ask them, "Oh, I didn't get it." Obviously, you ain't seen the video. Nah. As soon as you don't get the punchline. It, you're you're out. I'm, you're outed nah. because they know you ain't seen the video. That's why you have to master the bullshit laugh. And like I'm the king of the bullshit laugh. I guess, man. Did that you, bullshit laugh is obvious. You can see that a mile away. The bullshit laugh. The ha ha ha. Uh, ha woo. <laughs> yeah. You can you can you can see that. Did, a you, mile did you hear away. that? That was the bullshit laugh I just did. Yeah, that was the bullshit laugh. And it was pretty obvious that it wasn't a real laugh. I don't, I don't, I don't think it'd be so obvious. In, in when I actually apply it in real world situations, <laughs> it's okay. not, it's not so obvious. Then, all right, you got it. <clears throat> so yeah, but so back to this Blizzard Bay thing. So um, many people had to activate their blizzard bay uh this weekend oh and you actually need a blizzard right you actually need some type of uh inclement weather <laughs> which some we inclement just, weather right, right <laughs> which we just learned that i think me and you just b- both learned that it's not in climate it's yeah. inclement exactly and you said you asked somebody i asked somebody too and they said they 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 spelled it correctly as well so i guess maybe me and you are the only people in the world that didn't know that it was like inclement yeah i don't know yeah so what what jaren is talking about is he just learned that inclement weather is not i in climate even though it sounds like that's what it is makes makes sense to me we're talking about the climate Yeah, it does but there's a word climate which means mild and when it's not mild if it's freezing <laughs> it's bad weather is inclement and so there's a difference between inclimate i-n-c-l-i-m-a-t-e and inclement which is what i-n-c-l-e-m-e-n-t amazing my mind is learning blown. you guys are learning from the corporate street right <laughs> so anyway inclement inclement weather right you need inclement weather to um, activate the blizzard bay so apparently in st louis there's some inclement weather yep uh, and, uh yeah that's what they said yeah or you guys are preparing for it we've been preparing for it for a few days now okay in so the, the news the news and the and the uh, and the weather outlets are telling you that you got this big storm coming. Yeah, so it actually has come and gone, and I think it's supposed to be like another one tomorrow. So, but the funny thing is, is it was all over the place. Like, I first was told that, like, my mother said that it was gonna the ice storm's gonna come like Thursday night, going into Friday night, or going okay. into Friday morning. And yeah. that didn't happen. And then, um, 
no no she said wednesday going is a thursday that didn't happen and then it was supposed to have been all day a thursday they were saying it, some people were saying it's gonna happen thursday some people were like it's gonna happen friday morning somebody else was like it's gonna be noon on friday and another person was like it's gonna be three o'clock it was just all over the place like i couldn't prepare for it and so i was just like <laughs> i don't care whatever happens happens I'm a good driver. I'm a skilled driver. I know how to drift. So if I'm ever in some kind of spin out, I know what to do. I'm not worried about it. And so, um, but apparently everybody else was, they shut down the city. The governor had, uh, the governor of Missouri uh, declared a state of emergency. Okay. And everything shut down Friday. Got it. And so, who are you blaming for those, uh, for the inaccurate or the inaccuracies of the weather forecasts? Is it is it the weather's fault, Mother Nature? Are you mad at the meteorologist? Like personally, I mean, I wasn't really mad. I the whole time I really wasn't tripping off of what the weather was gonna do. I was like, because I was off anyway, so I was thinking like I'm just gonna do whatever I'm gonna do. Um, I know. MoDOT has been stepping it up um, for the past few years, and sure enough, they came through. I drove a couple of times Friday. There was zero issues for me driving. Okay. Um, They were saying they reported a few accidents, but I mean, I don't think it was any more accidents than it normally is. But the actual streets everywhere were good as far as I could see. And then... um, but the problem was like sidewalks <laughs> and steps and stuff complete iced over that was crazy uh, and that was actually gotcha. only on the south st louis north in north i mean there was nothing so they, they closed down everybody's schools banks were closing every you know everything was just crazy everybody was at the store buying all the ingredients they needed to make french toast as you know, yeah, you know, every time somebody like whether some kind of emergency is about to happen, the first thing everybody goes and gets is eggs, bread, and milk. Like, uh, that's because it's the cheapest, the cheapest, that's because it's the cheapest and the easiest to make French toast. The cheapest, I can take cheap and easy and make cheapest, <laughs> <laughs> but but if I think I just coined something, yo, check it, it's the cheapest to make. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the right. The cheapest, but <laughs> the cheesiest. I don't know. No, it's the cheapest to make, man. It's cheap. It's easy. Bread, milk, eggs. That's all you need. Those are the main ingredients for a lot of. Oh, and rice. You gotta have a rice too. Right. It's cheap, and you can make a lot of stuff out of rice. Well, you can't. You can't do nothing with eggs, those? eggs, milk, and rice. And like that ain't no meal. Yo, like I said, man, you gotta make Dude, French toast. You, yo. Yo, what are you talking about that's not a meal? You've never had eggs, rice, and, and toast? Like sunny side up eggs or eggs over easy, eggs over medium, eggs the over only hard, time I have, rice and toast? The only time I have rice and eggs is in my fried rice from the Chinaman. And I always get extra no, egg. No. That is my favorite breakfast is rice and egg. I always get extra egg, no beans, sprouts, no onions, and all the sweet and sour sauce and soy you sauce losing, you can give me. You losing on the bean sprouts, but... I eat rice and eggs for bread. That's my favorite breakfast, bro. Bean sprouts are slimy and they look like long maggots. No, bean sprouts are not slimy. Anyway. Disgusting. So I can't complain about the meteorologist here in Cali. 
although it's probably really easy <laughs> to forecast the weather because it only rains in Southern California in December and January. Yep. Um, but they've been down to the hour with the rain. It's super dope. Like, I actually go and I run on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Or those are the days I set aside to run. I try to run all three. It doesn't always happen. I didn't run this past Friday. Uh, I punked out. But I actually made a decision to say, you know what? Well, it's not going to rain at 6 or 7. It's going to start raining at 8. So I'm going to go ahead and run. I don't need a jacket or nothing. And it did not rain until 8.15. I was like, kudos to the news people. They are Mm. dope. These meteorologists are getting good out here. They even know what time is going to rain. Yeah. Well, I mean, so my problem really wasn't about the weather. I didn't care about that. My my The, the thing that I noticed, uh, I don't even know his name, but whoever the new governor is of Missouri, he, I feel like he failed his first test by, <laughs> by activating this state of emergency thing, which some people could say, like, well, that allowed for the... MoDOT crew to come out and clean up up the streets but I mean the whole city shut down and to me it seemed like it was for nothing I feel like he kind of jumped jumped the gun there man but you all you can always say that when it just doesn't go down that's like saying a bomb threat when you evacuate everybody and nothing blows up all you did it for nothing but had you not evacuated and somebody blew the fuck up then all of a sudden everybody's mad. Like, how come y'all didn't take that threat more serious? Well, I'm so it's, it's easy to be after the fact. It's easy to be like, oh, it didn't happen. Had they did that for Katrina, maybe they did. I don't remember specifically. But had they had advanced warning and they took more precautions, maybe so many people wouldn't have passed. But that's a hurricane. Like, you can see that coming. It doesn't make, like, back in our day when we used to walk to school in the snow carrying 50 pounds worth of books you know back in our day they didn't make a call on closing stuff until the shit actually hit and it was a problem so like this like this this pre preemptive <laughs> like uh, closing of things that seems new to me uh huh and it just, it just causes a lot of problems. About, like there was but no that reason same thing that you're talking about cause problems problems too though. Like when you were saying back in your day, so back in our day when they didn't say anything until after it happened, think about all the accidents that occur, all the people that were stuck out there, the people who are at working at those grocery stores and those fast food joints that couldn't get home cuz they were stuck in the blizzard. You've inconvenienced all these people cuz you didn't tell them beforehand even though you had the knowledge that something might pop off. But so. but you don't okay so you don't activate the state of emergency though like there was nothing there was yeah, there was no emergency mean? like okay what does that mean huh what does that even mean state of emergency what what did what did that actually do so that gives like employers like that tells people like they shouldn't be out unless they absolutely have to. Um, okay. That, so that, does, that, does that give employers like, yo, we need to shut down today. People don't come to work. Right. State of emergency. They or do, does they, that give people, the employees to be like, yo, it's a state of emergency. I'm not coming in. That's so that's that's really what day. it is, is that okay. it gives the employees the the ability to be like, hey, it was a state of emergency. The streets are bad. 
and it's I think it's still up to the job. It's like 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 my job, they were still open. Oh, see, that's what I'm saying. So basically the governor just vouched for me, bro. He's like, look, I ain't coming into work today and you ain't taking none of my leave or my PTO because the governor said we don't need to be coming in in these conditions. Yeah, my my job was closed, but if you made it in, you was gonna work. So, but but I guess my well, thing yeah, is I wouldn't be my thing money. is he he called the state of emergency before anything even happened. So like my bank was closed, and it was completely dry over there. You know, it was okay. it wasn't the ice <laughs> or anything. And they and they they actually closed early, trying to avoid this this ice storm or whatever. So yeah. It was a big. It, it just caused problems, and I can see that. You know, everybody got a day well, off, so and and actually, well, my driving that I did do, I mean, it was like nobody on the street. It was like it was my own highway. It was pretty nice. That's cool. And for me, I wasn't in it, so I don't know how discouraging it was to have things closed when you really want them open and have all the bread in the aisles gone. I saw something on social media where like they took a picture. I think it was at Aldi. But, like, you look at the bread aisle, it was pretty empty. <laughs> Supposedly, that was a picture from an Audi in St. Louis. Right. But, um, so, other than those inconveniences, at least they cared enough to let people know that it could get bad, man. Because it's better than people getting caught out there, man. In my opinion. Yeah, it, it, I think it's like, like, I know in, like, in Atlanta, Atlanta is shut down because I guess they don't really have, like, the 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 crews to actually handle right. inclement weather yeah missouri does that too st louis does we are used to this and people should be used to driving in inclement weather and um it just it just seems kind of weird to me but hey whatever I, like i said i was off it didn't really affect me much um but <laughs> I, th- I think they should. I think they should hold off just a little before uh, calling the whole state of emergency thing. So that's got to gotcha. cost money too. Okay, and in and in other news, in these in these recent times, we have a farewell to an important figure, to a figure that made history. This man did two terms, and he was the first African American president. This is farewell to Barack Obama. And the Obama family. And he had his, like the Kobe tour. You know how Kobe, the the end part of the last season, he just he was just saying goodbye to everybody. People just giving him standing ovations because he was in their city yep. playing the games. Well, Barack's doing the same thing right now. He's doing the farewell to Barack tour. And um, he just did his speech not so long ago. His farewell speech, which is about an hour. Well, he actually talked the entire hour, which is pretty impressive. He had a lot of good topics and uh, his approach, his speech, his speeches are great. He does a really good job. His speaking tone and his mannerisms. He's pretty good at it. Okay. And it was very entertaining. And um, one thing that was really, really interesting was that all the love that he's he's getting on on this exit. I mean, this is definitely the first time I've seen so much love expressed during the departure of a president. And I can't say that I've seen many departures of many presidents. I mean, before Barack, there was two Bush terms. Right. And uh, 
there was no farewell to George Bush. You know, there was no, <laughs> there was no Bush, uh, no Bush tour. I don't think people really cared that he was leaving. He had a speech and all, but I don't think it was memorable. Nobody really cared about it. And then prior to that, it was Clinton. And we had talked about that earlier. He was basically impeached. <laughs> yep. They basically got him up out of there. Yeah, so and prior to, there was no prior happiness about was, him leaving. Exactly. And then there, the first Bush, uh, I don't remember people being super happy about him. We were still in the middle of Desert Storm and such. And then before that, I mean, it was Reagan, and that's not even memorable to me. First Bush really isn't memorable to me either. I do remember Clinton coming in, though. I think I was like 9 or 10 or something. I remember watching his inauguration. I remember but Bush. Anyway. I remember Bush coming in. I remember like doing like the fake uh, election thing um, at school. I was in the first grade, so that would have been eighty-eight. And um, I remember like the kids saying, "Like we're voting for Bush. We're voting for Bush." And then it was like Michael Dukakis was the other guy. Oh, and I remember like what memory you have. I, I remember like flip flopping. Just based on like whatever the table was, <laughs> like whatever the kids at the table were saying, like yeah. that's what I was like. Oh, I'm riding for him. You doing like a lot of these other, uh, <laughs> a lot of other Americans around here. You ain't you ain't much different than these adults are doing the same thing. And I remember but, coming, uh, I remember telling my mom that, and she was like, "You want to vote for Bush?" And she basically told me I need to be riding for the caucus yeah alright and he lost yeah and he fell off he's washed exactly. now I don't I don't know where he is he's super washed <laughs> I don't know what he's doing <laughs> I don't he even know if he stayed in politics money, or anything yeah he might be getting crazy money on the low though <laughs> nah, I don't I don't know so I mean, on social, so social media didn't exist for none of these other presidents. No, nope. it does exist for Barack, and the same thing for Kobe when he went on his Kobe tour. I mean, social media wasn't as heavy as it is now. So Kobe's retirement was a really big deal on social media, which made it a much bigger deal on TV. And the same thing with Barack and his departure, since social media is such a big deal. Um, it's making a big deal for his departure. It's, it's magnifying his departure. But there's a lot of love. There's a lot of entertainers, a lot of A-list celebrities. There's a lot of uh, just Americans that are expressing uh, their appreciation for Barack doing his two terms, which is which is pretty pretty interesting because it's different. Why do you think that is? Other than the social media, I mean, because prior to Barack leaving. I mean, prior to this election, I would say, there was a lot of Barack hate online that I, I remember seeing. I, rem I remember seeing a lot of people talking about how Barack ain't doing this and he ain't doing that and <sighs> talking about all the things he wasn't doing. But at, upon his departure, I guess it's similar to death because we're never going to see him again in a presidential uh, state. So maybe they're showing love for him because he's never going to be a president again or what. I don't know. But why do you think it's so much love all of a so, sudden? So I think this is. I think there's one thing that is different uh, about this president versus 
most of the other presidents all the way up until Kennedy. And this president and Kennedy have this in common. I've never seen it where people seem to like love like you you're using the word love right now to describe the way people see the president okay people were like fans of barack obama like i don't feel like you should really be a fan like when hillary was running people weren't quite fans of hillary that's just who the politician they were gonna vote for they weren't like hanging up i don't think people would have been they might have but I don't think most people would have been hanging up pictures of Hillary Clinton in their house. You know, people straight fan and stand for Barack Obama, even before he became president. Like, that's what it was about. To That's what it seemed like to me. Like, no okay. matter no matter what he did, they were going to be fans. That's interesting you say about pictures of Barack Obama, because I bought a picture of Barack Obama and it's actually in my garage hanging up now it was in the house in my apartment and that's weird to me uh, the, in my it, place <laughs> in my place I got a picture in the garage so it says Rosa Parks sat in 1955 Martin yep. Luther King walked in 1963 yep. and Barack Obama ran in 2008 uh, and then it says and now our generation can fly so so is there going to be are people going to have pictures of of Trump in a in a garage or does anybody got a picture of Ronald Reagan sitting in a garage? They might. I don't know, but Nah, it's not historic enough. It would happen if Michelle won. If a if an African American woman won, I think it'll happen again. And and that's the other thing. I, I and I meant to say that. I I can't speak for everybody, but it seems like for the black community like yeah I mean obviously it was a big deal and just but this again just the whole fandom of it that seemed strange to me because when it's all said and done he was still a politician but just the way people accepted him it seemed like they were you know cheering for Beyonce okay I I could see that when it's such an anomaly, though, when you have 40 some odd presidents who make who who uh, you have 40 other presidents. Wait. So what are we going? Is he was he the 45th or the 44th uh, or my way off? 44. I know we're in the mid 40s. I don't know. Huh? I don't know. All right. So we had 40 some odd other presidents who met the same criteria. White male. And then you finally, after 40 times, you have a black guy. We'll just make it easy. You have a black guy um, who makes it to be a president. There's got to be a certain level of fandom with that. Something that's so extreme of a change. Because you had 40 other people who didn't fit in that category. And then you have this person who just totally different. Do you think so they would have did that with anybody? Who has a different background. Do you think they would have did that with anybody? Or, I mean, like, what if it was Ben Barson? Would they have fanned out for him? Who the hell is that? Ben Carson. Oh, you said Ben Carson? Ben Barson. Oh, okay. <laughs> you did say Ben Barson. Yeah. I was like, who the hell is Ben Barson? Okay. 
Yo, you gotta stop that, dog. <laughs> yeah, so if it was Ben, ben Carson, um, no. Because Barack did it first. He hit it first. <laughs> Barack hit it first. So, uh, it's crazy. People nah. used to ride for Ben, ben Barson at first, too. Like, I remember, like, he was in this book that I had about African Americans. Um, I was just over at uh, my girl's house, and she was like, I saw a picture with, um, Ben Barson on there. Yo, stop saying that. Ben Carson, bro. Stop saying that. Okay, you saw a book with Ben Carson. Go ahead. <laughs> And so I'm saying, so I'm saying though, it was like people was really riding for him until he got into politics. Dude, when I was in eighth grade, my mom gave me his book, Gifted Hands, because yeah. at that time I thought I wanted to be a neurosurgeon. And uh, then I realized you had to go to school for 100 years. Realized how hard that but, shit was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, um, so yeah, he was a big deal. Even before. He was a politician or before he got into politics all crazy. But then you start listening to stuff out his mouth and the stuff that came out of his mouth was way, way, way. It was it was wild. <laughs> it, to it, was, go, it was different. And to go to to uh, veer a little more off the uh, road here. So I, I also find it strange because, you know, you, you said it. Uh, Barack Obama's the first black president. Why, like, why don't white people ever accept mixed people as being white? Like, we automatically disclaim any mixed person. There's an, there's an unwritten rule that if you have the minority blood in your bloodline, you are part That's of just what you are for counting purposes. Yeah. For counting purposes. And I think it's that way. So don't quote me on this, Corporate Streets listeners. I think it's that way because, yo, the majority already got enough of them. So if it's any half, we need to apply that to the minority. Okay. <laughs> because so, we're trying to get those numbers up. So that makes that makes sense when you talk about, like, the census or something. But, I mean, we've been doing that since we've been kids. Just claiming any light-skinned person as being black. Okay. I just, I just found that kind of weird that... That's like a that seems like a cultural thing. I mean, like, a, yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying about, you know, just for accounting purposes. But yeah. there is still something else behind that. Where black people just automatically accept those people. And I guess like mixed people, they normally identify. I mean, then again, I mean, let's think about it. If we're talking about the way that uh, race works. And race is held with such high regard that if you're not full blood i mean we even do it with animals like if you're not a full-blooded pit bull you kind of get shunned like if you're not the full-blooded siberian husky yeah alaskan husky you get shunned you get put to the side you're not as good you know what i'm saying but wait a minute though but that's but that that makes sense for dogs but for people that should be a two-way street like because because we don't we don't shun anybody, black people don't shun any any uh, mixed people. The shun can't shun, man. You shouldn't be. You damn sure shouldn't be. If your group is getting shunned, you don't have the ability to be shunning nobody. You need to be getting your your numbers up. 
<laughs> That's mm. what you need to be. You need to be embracing everybody. Well, to get back on track. <laughs> so speaking of not embracing people. Well, wait a minute. Are we done with the farewell? Are no, we good? Moment? Okay. Yeah, we're good with that. We just we just highlighted that there's a there's a Barack tour going on right now, and there's a farewell. There's a excessive well no, no excessive sounds bad there's a, a enormous amount of love that's being shown to this man and uh i would just highlight that all right so um i guess transitioning as we say goodbye to barry yeah we say hello okay. to donnie to to the donald right <laughs> <laughs> so the first step of the Donald being the president because right now he's just the president-elect, right? So the first step to him becoming the president is him having this big party called the inauguration, right? And generally, when you have this sort of party, when you take the oath and all that and they actually officially make you president, it's usually like on January 20th. Mm -hmm. For some reason, it always lands on the 20th. It seems like. I don't know if it's like the first Monday. No, or I, I think, I think is. that is technically just the day I don't, oh, I, don't, the day? I don't think they moved that around okay so during this party you have performers there and I remember when there was a big deal when Beyonce performed for Barack Beyonce was there and they was talking about her lip syncing because she was in the cold and should she really be singing and should she not it could hurt her voice this that and the other but she, he, you know, Barack didn't have a problem people coming out for him. He didn't have one problem. Not at all. No. Meanwhile. Because they were the fans. Donald, they were fans of him. It was okay. The to Donald, fan. though, it's struggle city for him, bro. It's struggle city. Like, Barack could get black people. He could have got white people to perform. He could have got anybody. Man. Mm, there, was Donald, there was definitely people who wasn't riding for him. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah, there might have been a couple people. But, like, when Celine Dion turned you down, bro, who does she turn down? I mean, how does she... She's got to be, like, one of the nicest when she's on TV. I don't know her in real life. Kanye decided he ain't doing it. R. Kelly ain't doing it. Kiss ain't doing it. Garth Brooks ain't in. Elton John ain't in, bro. Elton John. I think he, he was a Democrat, he was though. I mean, the, yeah. I mean, he wouldn't have. He's not performing for the Donald. Even 2 Chain said he wouldn't. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> okay. So let, let's. The Donald says, I've, I've been turned down by, by, by better people than 2 Chain. I mean, okay. What would Kanye West have gone up there and performed? Anything he wants. No, gold digger. He's he's not. He could have performed gold. He's not. Digger, he's not bro. bigger than the president. So like, yeah, he's gonna be like that. Wouldn't even make sense. There, there's no songs for him to go up there and perform. He would have had to perform something new, and even then, it's still a Kanye West song. Come on, this. No, he could have. He could have performed Black Skinhead. Yeah, I would have loved to see how that. <laughs> or New Slaves. There you go. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure Donald do Trump has a house in the Hamptons, so I'm sure that line would have went. went well. <laughs> that line would have went perfectly. He could have. He could have performed something from TLOP. Uh, oh yeah, the song "Famous," where he had Donald Trump laying naked in his big bed full of celebrities. That, there you go. That would have been. He a shouted song. out Trump. Or not famous? Is it famous? Or what's the what's the song? Yeah, it was famous. Yeah, yeah. 
that that would have been wonderful so so yeah, what would kiss have done like i don't know any kiss songs but i just can't imagine them being at the inauguration in full makeup and their football pads with spikes on it or whatever they were wearing well and the long tongue well check it out though well he could have dissed yeah they could have licked the long tongue you know Don, the donald's in the women he's in the you know <laughs> you know he cares about the women yeah could have used that long tongue bro so i mean it's not like you gotta perform a presidential song you can perform whatever you want to perform well as long as the donald approves of it they, okay, so you're telling me they're gonna be standing out there on the on the uh what is the area to call that they do the inauguration i don't know but they're gonna be standing out there and two chains is gonna come up there singing the birthday song she got a big booty so i call her big booty yeah Don, <laughs> even, even the donald don't like that line that line was whack as hell yeah <laughs> She got a big booty, so I call her Big Booty. Um, yeah, that's not that's not gonna get it. Yeah, I, I, I yo, the Donalds even getting turned down by people who was on X Factor, bro. Now that's bad. Like this X Factor chick, this chick Rebecca Ferguson, she's from the British X Factor show. Okay, she should be she should be trying to get on anything she can. She should be performing on any stage she possibly can. But shout out to her for not selling out her soul. She said the only way that she would perform is if she sung Strange Fruit. The the, the, uh, know, Nina, the Nina Simone? Or what's her name? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Actually, it wasn't. I learned that that's not Nina Simone's song. She actually covered it. Oh, okay. Um, well, she made, Billie Holiday made it well, famous. Well, it was. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, it was Billie Holiday made it famous. It was a it was a actual start out as a poem that was written by a teacher. Well, wow. and Billie Holiday made it famous, but Nina Simone's version is the one that I, I'm aware of. Well, in the, yeah, in the words in the words of Jay Z, in the words of Jay Z, she made it a hot line. I made it a hot song. <laughs> Nina Simone owned it. Now what? <laughs> Dude, Billie Holiday, she was big too. You just went, you ain't older. So Nas was big too, but you know he made it a high line, and Jay Z made it a high song. That's all. So I'm saying, the song, man. the song is about racism and lynching of African Americans, and um, so she said the only way that she would perform at this inauguration is if she was able to sing strange fruit so what i don't understand why are they going out trying to get these people that are question marks why not just go and get the people who you already know was riding for you or people who never say no to anybody like pitbull or florida even florida said no so you know there's a problem but <laughs> like why don't you just go get pitbull somebody he does everything but you're, you're saying it like all the people you naming are like hip hop or hip hop affiliated, like black artists or something. Who? Florida and hip hop? I mean, no, Florida and uh, people? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm saying like you, you talked about. Florida, well, I, I said, I said, why, I said, why don't you get somebody who you know will say yes? 
Yeah, well, I'm saying, it, or, even, or even still, he can't even get white people to say yes. Well, I'm not saying just white people because not all white people are for him, obviously. But there are some artists out there who obviously was cool with him and would have, you know, performed. Kanye went to meet with him. He still ain't performed. Just because he talked to him, don't mean he was with him. Dude, I looked at the list of the people who will perform. And like, get Garth Brooks these, or somebody. I'm sure they would. I mean, you know, it, dude, there has to be I just somebody. To, I just named Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks told him no, bro. Oh, you he did? You did say Garth going. Brooks? Yeah. So, he ain't, so here's not the, even he going. So here's the funny thing. I didn't. I didn't realize they actually got paid to do that to perform. I figured, uh-huh. like when Beyonce went and performed at Barack Obama's inauguration, I just figured she probably just did it. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, okay. like she's probably just like, cool. I get to, you know, sing at the inauguration. Well, apparently they're offering up a million dollars for people to perform at this thing, and people are saying no still. Whoa, a million dollars for one performance? A milli. Gee whiz, man. That's a lot of money. Would you do it? Uh, that's the definition of selling your soul. I wouldn't be in for that. That's the definition of selling yourself. Is it? I wouldn't it? be in for that. It is because if you're not, if you don't agree with what he's about and what he's doing, and you just do it for the money, that's not good. And it's also partial career suicide because all the people that ride for you, that pay your bills, if they're not riding, I want to use the word ostracized, but I don't know if that's the right word to use or is that the right use but that's the word that came into my head but the point is you would definitely be shunned okay so what about all this talk about building bridges and not walls because okay. I mean couldn't you look at that as building a bridge I mean for everybody to be like nah I'm not gonna mess with them like couldn't they take that opportunity to build a bridge and not necessarily I mean not necessarily that you're riding for him, but if you want something positive to come out of this presidency, you know, you have to open that up don't some mean com- I, That don't mean I got to work for you, though. You're not, you're not working for him. You are. You're performing at the inauguration. It's not p- performing for him. You're performing for the you, people. You are. You're working for him. He's you're, you're performing you to for do the, the people. Job. And then not only are you the performing. The people don't need me to perform. He don't need people to perform to do. The, go up there. Hold and on. Get the damn. Hold on. Go ahead. Hold on. Okay. And you get your million dollars, and now you can either a flip this million dollars to to go and help people do something. You know, help with you know people who need help. You don't have to just take the million dollars and go buy a car with it. You can flip that into something something positive. You don't well, you don't you don't have to. You could take the million dollars and donate it all to some whatever cause. That, it, I don't have to work for you though, bro. All it's not. It's not working. It's, it's, it's getting his money. I'm saying, but that's working for him. Like it's not working. Like it's, all he has. He's to not do employing is, you. He is if he's paying you a million dollars to sing. Is, is it even event. him that's doing it, or is it the government? I don't even think it's him that's doing it. I don't think he's reaching in his own pocket to to pay people. No, but it's it's his it's his event. His, he's lining he's headlining the event it's his deal it's an inauguration it's not like it's not like a two dollar Tuesday you know, well, you know what it's, yeah, it's you're not. right it's an inauguration and all he has to do is get up there and put his hand on the bible 
or whatever book that's up Bible. there and take the oath and then it's over. It could be a 10 minute deal. It could totally be a 10 minute deal. I don't have to go work for him. And actually, that brings me to another point. I was going to ask you, <laughs> uh, would it be cooning to perform for the Donald? I don't think so. I mean, it, it, it depends on what you go and do with the money. I think you can. The money I think, is not I think, about I the think money. You, again, if you go to, to, and to flip, to, if you go and flip the um the money in the proceeds into something, let's say you go and put that towards um some type of like organization that helps kids, you know, minorities go to school or something, or you you put that money, you know, to help uh, Mexicans, you know, or whatever, something that he's against so if you if you go put that money towards that but i mean that's kind of that's that's, that's that's like that's like putting that that's like making him pay for it you know put, wait but yeah i get that but the question of cooning is not about the money it's about the activity that you're doing is you are you cooning is two chains cooning i'm not saying it's about the money i'm not saying it's about the money i'm saying it's about your your um what what your intentions are like like George okay so Kanye West coming on TV to talk about you know the uh, Hurricane Katrina he came out there and you know it, it could have just been his he could have just read the teleprompter however he had something else that he wanted to say and he said okay. the shit so if Got somebody it. came and they came and did this performance and say they had a message printed on the back of their jacket or something or they said something during the inauguration they can take this and and make it into something else that's an opportunity to to really like you know just spit in his face you know not not literally but okay all right so i'm saying they go up there and they perform (laughs) they just perform what they normally do is it cooning with no with no jackets with F Trump on the back of the jacket. They don't have nothing spectacular like that. They go up there, they do the song, they I, I, do what should, they got paid to do. If Shania Twain went up there to sing, no, she's not cooning. Okay. Um I didn't know Shania could be a coon. So I'm just saying I didn't know you, chains, I didn't I didn't I didn't know who Two Chains who's a gets coon up here. there with Kanye West and they do a song together. They do they do John birthday Legend song. is doing the hook. John Legend is doing the hook. <laughs> And and Common has a special verse. Are those guys cooning for so Donald? If 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 they came up okay, two chains doing the birthday song is cooning without being you know, without the Donald Trump thing. That's that's already cooning on his own. <laughs> so if he went and did that, yes, he would be cooning. Not because he's up there with Donald Trump, but <laughs> <laughs> God, and, then, and then you talk about John Legend and, 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 and comment. So they came and did that song from uh, that movie. Is that what you saying? They, they no, they got a verse. I don't care what the lyrics were. They up there performing for the Don. No, that's a, no. You, I mean, you, I, th- I thought you chose those two because they did that one song. No, no, no. I just chose those two because they're influential uh, African American artists who the hip hop community embraced. I don't think so. Uh, if they came up there and they did that that I don't, I don't know the song. They the want, song from Selma? 
Is that I, what it, it was? Selma? I don't know. It came from the movie Selma, but their song. And people kind of fake made a big deal about it. But, of yeah. course, it got no radio play or anything. Um, uh, you can't ride to that to work in the morning and get... You can't get hyped to that. No. But that's why. And nope. you ain't playing at no club, so... Nope. You're not gonna, it ain't making radio no money, so... You're not, no not going to work ride. out to it. Like, there's just... <laughs> <laughs> It sounded good for the culture, though. It was for the culture. It was good for the. It's good for that for that movie, I guess, where rap didn't exist. But uh, if they did that song, no, I don't think that would be Coonan. Okay, because that song, you, I mean, we know what that song was supposed to be, and it was supposed to be you know for what? something. I think that would have been okay. And we know what Coonan really is, and so I was I was making that statement to make a point that the Twitterverse and all the other social media outlets will go crazy and they would say that any African-American artist that performs for the Donald is Coonan. Just from the activity of performing for the Donald. He can come out there like a One thing I will say, though, I think this, this Donald Trump narrative is just a bit too much the way that people are treating this whole thing. Like, do I think he's the best person to run a country? Nah, I don't think so. Do I think he should stay off the social media? Hell yeah, I do think so. Do I think he's a liar? Yeah, he's been caught in a lie numerous times, but most politicians lie, so that shit isn't a shock, right? Even though he's not a politician, politicians do lie. That's not a shock to me that he's a liar. Does he talk out of his ass? Is he disrespectful? Yes and yes. But for a chick to say that only way she'll perform is if she sung Strange Fruit, that is a little much, man. That's a little much to me. I think that he probably is prejudiced toward poor people. I don't think he gives a damn about poor people. And he'll look down on poor people. And he appears to be like a male chauvinist at times, right? Thanks to that that to that to audio we heard about grabbing chicks by the cookie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He thinks that he's, you know, males are better. He's in charge. But I don't think he's in support of lynching black people. So I think that that chick... Uh, what was her name Ferguson what was her name Rebecca Ferguson that was a little much the whole only way I'm going up is if I sting strange fruit that was a little much I guess that's a, that's a big demand I mean but I mean it's not like they would have took her that serious anyway like like once she said no she could have just kept the rest of that stuff like yeah did they really want her that bad and you know what? And I'm not a Donald Trump know-it-all, so I don't know exactly who he is. I I don't want to say, like, I'm coming to his defense. I'm trying to save him. I'm not Captain Save a Donald. You know what I'm saying? I don't know everything about him. I don't know all of what he's about. I can't say that I do. I can't say that he's... I know that he's going to be the best for the country or nothing, but, like, to say only way I'm going to get up there is I'm going to sing a song about uh, racism and lynching of black people or anti-lynching of black people. That's the only way I'm going to get up there and perform for you is if I can sing that song. That's like, yo, dog. You... <laughs> that's a little much. All right, look, look. Or, or maybe that's her point, though. Maybe she doesn't really want to do it, and she came up with, like, this super extreme demand. But first it's of like, all, yo, if you want me there. She's not even American, so what does it even... Like, why would she even been performing at the thing anyway? Like, they would... I'm sure there's plenty of other people they could have found. Dog, he, they could have got yo, Rebecca Black. Going, they could have got Rebecca Black from Friday, Friday, Friday. Yo, he's grasping. <laughs> he he's trying to get something. 
Like when he's reaching from the other side of the pond, bro. Nobody's telling him yes. Dude, just have Amarosa go up there and sing, get lift every voice and sing, and get it over with. Can she sing? It don't even matter. <laughs> Let's move on, man. <laughs> you know Amarosa arrived for him. <laughs> so yeah, all right, we'll move on. So check it. I was looking. <laughs> Duh, I was watching TV, bro. Uh, in the morning after a workout. So after my workouts, Good Morning America is on. It was on commercial. This commercial comes on. It was a CDC commercial. It was about a 30-year-old woman who smoked during her present her her pregnancy. And um, this commercial was I found later was made in 2014. But her commercial, the narrative was the baby was born two months early, and the baby only weighed three pounds. Now this baby's in NICU. Uh, the neonatal intensive care and um and she was it was like an announcement that you shouldn't smoke during pregnancy Mm -hmm. the chick said she was 30 years old right are you kidding me bro like the surgeon's general warning has been out since like 1984 or some shit like you knew this already that you shouldn't be it's on every pack that you smoke that it could cause some type of complications yeah. It, can, it can it can result into some type of premature birth or low uh, low uh, birth weights. Like you knew this already. This was out before you was born. So what does she expect, bro? I don't know. It it just really it really pissed me off <laughs> that she was surprised and that she was sad. And it's like. You did this. I don't know. It just really, it really burned my grits, bro. It really burned my grits. Well, so the key, the key word here is warning. It's a Surgeon General's warning. So just like any other warning, you could just heed to the warning if you want. But it's just letting you know, like, hey, if you're stupid enough to do this, this is what's going to happen. I mean, we've been, like you said, I mean, her entire lifetime, you know, we've known that that is something you shouldn't do so i i I feel like she i mean is it real i mean it was it was a real commercial wasn't an actor or yeah yeah um well they didn't say that it was a paid actor they definitely tried to make the commercial seem like it was a real commercial and she was giving awareness to people telling her story but i I guess it's just saying you know don't be stupid like me like there was kids. I remember kids. I remember a kid uh, named Amanda smoking in the si- no. Her name was Melissa, and she was smoking cigarettes in the sixth grade. And I remember. Jeez, how was she getting cigarettes in the sixth grade, bro? I don't know, but I remember people thought she was cool, and I remember thinking she was a badass because she was smoking cigarettes. But it's. I don't know where this person was from, but I think it's like also like a like a cultural thing. Like they start smoking cigarettes, you just can't stop, man. It's a, it's, a, it's an addiction. I mean, you know, you can't. You, if you're addicted to something, it, is, it don't matter. It's if you're all pregnant. over the labels of whatever your addiction is. Ain't nobody looking I mean, at the damn label though, man. Come on. I mean, look, you got the knowledge. Bought a thousand. If you're smoking a pack a day, you're not sitting there. You're not sitting there reading get, the label though. Like, you know it's there. So you're not going to sit there and every time you light up a cigarette, you're going to look at the Surgeon General thing and like, mm, this I'm might give me lung cancer. Should. Yo, I'm not saying that you... 
if you drive down the street every single day for a year, I expect you to know the cross streets that you're passing up because you you go down the street every day. There's got to be one of the days that you have nothing else to do but to wonder which street you're passing up. So out of all the packs of cigarettes, you smoking a pack a day. You got 365 packs in a year. You telling me that you didn't look at the box when you weren't bored enough to read the box at all? No, of course she read the box, but you just don't care. Just like when a person That's runs a red light, so you why just, don't you people just don't believe in the warning? Then it's not why that don't she people believe in the warning. It's not that she didn't believe. She just the addiction was so strong that she did not care what the results would be at that time. She just knew she needed to smoke this cigarette to calm her nerves or make her feel good after she ate or whatever the case may have been. It's an yeah. addiction, dog. That's that's that's. It's not like she's sitting there like, uh, I'm just gonna ignore this. I mean, well, she is saying she's gonna ignore this, but she's yeah, not. She she's, did. But, she, she, but she's she not looking at fat it. Fat meat greasy. But it's not. It's not. She didn't believe that fat meat was greasy, bro. She. I think she believed fat meat was greasy, but she just didn't care for those moments that she was smoking a cigarette. That's what I think. I guess, man. Now, that one, I, it did what it was supposed to do. It definitely <clears throat> sparked a feeling. <laughs> when I saw that shit, it definitely sparked a feeling. But on the other hand, though, shout out to her for help making people aware that this is an issue and it ain't a game when you're smoking and you're pregnant. Shout out to her for it because she didn't have to tell her story. So she jumped out and told her story and maybe more people will believe that fat meat is greasy now because the problems that her baby has. So for her having the courage to tell her story, shout out to her. So, but it did piss me off is, when I read it. So is that going to be the title of this podcast? Is Fat Me Greasy? Is Fat Me Greasy? Uh, Sure, whatever. Now, we had a better title in the beginning. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go back and listen. We had a better title. Is Fat Me Greasy? Band. I just don't. I don't. Oh, my, fr- yeah. my friend was telling me about how her father would say is Fat Me Greasy before she got a whooping. And it's like. I don't know. <laughs> like, like, what do you say? <laughs> like, you don't know. Like, do you say no? Do you say yes? I mean, I... I never heard it in question form. I always heard it as a statement. Oh, so you don't believe fat meat greasy, huh? Well, I guess it was a question. It was a rhetorical question, actually. So you don't believe fat meat greasy, huh? So why don't you ask some seven-year-old a rhetorical question about some shit that nobody on earth knows the answer to? No, dude. It's, it is... Well, maybe not as a seven-year-old, but once you're of age and know about fat and meat, hell yeah, it's greasy. Yeah, fat meat is greasy. It is? <laughs> it is. What? It is. Okay, so what the sense does it make to oil. say that question? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, the question is, you don't believe that fat meat is greasy, huh? You don't believe it, do you? Well, I'm going to show you that fat meat is greasy. And then I'm gonna I'm give you a whooping. Yeah, yeah. And you, and you, <laughs> and you, heard, you heard it along with like some kind of disciplinary action. Like that's that's when you've heard it as well. Uh, yeah, getting yelled at, getting cussed out, or getting whooping. Or I'm gonna show you that fat meat greasy. Yeah. It wasn't even proper English. <laughs> it's horrible English. It it, it it doesn't make sense at all under any language. But the point is, fat meat is greasy. 
And for people who get asked the question, just say, yeah, fat meat is greasy. Or better yet, don't answer at all because the question is usually rhetorical. I don't, I don't, I don't care the language, man. English, Spanish, C++, it's, it's a stupid question. Visual basic, yeah. I got you. I'm yeah. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of commercials, that, that upsets. Um, I always hear commercials, like they have these like payday loan commercials that kind of piss me off. Because they seem like they're kind of pandering, I mean, like on the urban stations, like on I'm talking about radio here. So on the urban radio stations, they have commercials that they play only for urban <laughs> stations and not on other stations. And it seems like they're kind of pandering towards black people with like some hip hop song or they singing or <laughs> they're, they're talking in some kind of way. And it's like, we don't need this. Just talk to me like a normal person. It's bad enough that you're trying to get me into one of these. Uh, uh, you're trying to put me in debt. Yeah. <laughs> you're trying to take my car away. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's bad enough that you're doing this. But don't 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 insult my intelligence with. Right. You're trying to charge me 40% interest. Well, go ahead. And saying, it's so easy. It can make you want to slap your mama. <laughs> you know, like, don't don't do that to me. Because they don't do it anywhere else. <laughs> no, dog. They're not doing that to you. They're doing that to the people who are actually go and use one of those facilities. Dog. Well, they're not doing that as, to you. as a listener. If the shoe don't fit, don't wear it. As a listener to this radio program, I have to hear this. You're trying to sell a product to me that I could potentially maybe use one day, which I don't ever want to, but I could. Don't talk to me like that. Talk to me like... <laughs> Like an individual who may need help one day. Don't do that so easy. It'll make you want to slap your mom and stuff. But that's not even the. That's not even what I want to uh, bring to light here today. So there's a company called VistaPrint. Uh, they make business cards. You go online and they make your business cards. Well, they have this radio ad where they have been saying um, the quote is <laughs> the quote is. America was built by a few people and a dream. <laughs> so what? So obviously the problematic light came on. My, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> my <America>, dashboard. <laughs> come on, come on. America was built by a few people and a dream. Yep. I guess they. That's definitely problematic. Yeah, the the problematic light came on on my dashboard, gave me an error fifty one. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, how did they clear that? And again, this is being played, I, and I doubt that's just an urban station commercial because they weren't doing singing, they weren't doing the Mary J. Blige singing about chicken, and. <laughs> or nothing like that so it, this was just a normal commercial that they've been airing why does it why did the radio station allow them to even air that like why are they playing that commercial see this is the problem this is why people say you got to go get your own business because when you work for people you just don't have control that you should have there's there's definitely a lot of dish jockeys that are out there they have to play this to quote unquote pay the bills as they always say but they don't have to play that same ex that exact commercial they could ask for them to 
submit something else or do something, but they don't have to play nah, that man. garbage. If you want this money, <laughs> you're going to play what I give you. You don't tell me to rewrite my ad. You either want my money or not. I want you to play this. Play it. Uh, I mean, they pay the bills. They normally have options for ads, though. So they don't have to play that exact ad. And again, it just seems like they would have a problem with it. You know, as a program director, just sitting there listening to this commercial. And it's like, what do you mean it was built on the country's built (laughs) uh, by a few people in a dream? Well, I say it's not overt racism. It's kind of it's kind of hitting in there. The uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The the sh- the shocking tone is kind of hidden. Like they didn't say anything that was that was super conspicuous. I mean, you have to actually listen and read between the lines to catch that it's not good. I guess. I mean, I guess it's is as well hidden as that stupid friend that would hide behind like the telephone pole <laughs> when you're playing hide and seek it's about right. it's about hidden as well as that kid well if that kid's really thin he might actually get away with that no they're never that thin <laughs> so yeah man that that's definitely problematic I can't never mind I was gonna say I can't believe they're still doing that in 2017 however I'm wrong about that um that I'm wrong about that thought. There's a lot of stuff that's going around in in present day and uh that's that's super problematic to me to even say that cuz that spits in the face of the natives that were here first. That spits in the face of all those slaves that were stolen and imported into this country. And, and the and yeah, the, and the it, Chinamen that built the railroad. Right. It spits in the face of a lot of different cultures. Yeah. Races, creeds, and, and people. It spits in the face of a lot of people. As if, like, it was everybody's choice to, hey, you know what? We got a dream to make this, make this thing, this melting pot called America, and we want to make it a great place. So we just need a couple of you guys, a couple good old boys, and you work it off. And we're going to make this place great. Well, let's do this together. And let's let's just make this great nation together. I know it's a dream for all of us to do that. (laughs) It didn't happen that way. So, anyway. So, that was my beef, man. We both have beefs with commercials. Yeah, man, these commercials. (laughs) It's only going to get crazier. I can't wait till these Super Bowl commercials drop when they come up. Because, you know, every year there's at least one controversial one. But that's controversial for the sake of being controversial. They they go out of their way, like with the heroin uh, commercial with the or that like was that that one was like a kid who uh, what was the commercial where it was like the kid who died or something or some it was like some heroin overdose commercial. But basically they were like singing. You didn't know what the commercial was about. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden it was about like drugs <laughs> or like, or like date rape or some shit. It was just like, it just kind of caught you off guard. That's that, that was controversial for the sake of being controversial. Right. Right. Okay. No, I don't, I don't remember that particular commercial, but yeah, there's there, these commercials out here nowadays. Got to watch for them. 
You could be listening to anyone in the world right now. However, you are listening to us, the Corporate Streets, and we appreciate it. Jaren and I, we have another Corporate Streets production. We call that the PowerCast. So don't matter if you're corporate, don't matter if you're street, doesn't matter what your mentality is. We know you want control of your life. You want that power. And we give you the tools that you need. You know why? Because we're reading the book, The 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. We're reading it. We're interpreting it. We're giving real life examples and how you can apply it to your life. And you don't have to read it? Not at all. You don't ever (laughs) have to pick up the book. (laughs) However, that book is interesting, though. And our PowerCast is dope. So you need to go check us out every single Friday because we're releasing a new episode. I do encourage you to buy the book, though, or the audio book because it is pretty good. And uh, we detail the information from the book, man. Look, it's only 30 minutes. It's 2017. You need to invest in yourself. I know that you're busy. You got places to go. You got things to do or people to do, depending on your lifestyle. But you got to travel to get there. So you need to make the most of that car ride, that bus ride, that train ride. You need to make them productive. It's only 30 minutes. And if you need to get in contact with us to talk about whatever, you want to talk about problematic commercials, you want to talk about your Blizzard Bay, whatever situation y'all got going, hit us up at the email, thecorporatestreets at gmail.com, thecorporatestreets at gmail.com. You need help handling the situation. Blizzard Bay is getting all out of control. She didn't have the cush ready. She wasn't ready to Netflix and chill. She didn't have that bread. She didn't have those eggs. She ain't had what she needed for that blizzard situation. You can to drop make, us a line. To make that fridge toast. Exactly. You can drop us a line, man. We are the advice connoisseurs. We'll tell you to get rid of her ass or get rid of that fool. We'll tell you what the, what you need to do. Or if you don't want to do the email thing, we know that's kind of old school. You can hit us up on Twitter. Our handle is at Corp Streets. And you know what you're listening to. This is the Corporate Streets Podcast. This is the podcast for people who are preparing for the snowstorm, but they had that epiphany. Why the hell would I buy rock salt when I got all that Morton's iodized salt in my cabinet? Peace. (laughs) I think that's a good substitute, right? It might work. (laughs) Not really, Doug. I think like table salt would like erode the concrete. Don't do that, listeners. Please don't do that. I'm just playing. Watch out, little bitch. <laughs> You're getting mad. I'm getting rich. You can't sing that at the inauguration. <laughs> I'm about to say, what are you talking about? What are you talking about, dog? You getting mad. I'm getting rich. I'm getting rich. And shout out Pretty to Deborah. Song, when, you, when, when, you, when you said that thing about you might have people to do, I just wanted to say shout out to Deborah. And uh, have a good day. Okay.